Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. And it's lovely to see you, Phil. Here on a Sunday on afternoon. On a Sunday, yes, yes. Just afternoon. Yep. I had to work today, Rick, as oh, you well, well know. Triple time, was it? Oh, <laughs> felt like triple work. That's what it did. Oh, but anyway, I've got a little bit of footy news, yep. Rick. Yes, what is it? Um, Frawley from uh, Hawthorne, ex-Melbourne. Yes. Gone to St Kilda just for a... A year. Um, what did he get out of his wheelchair? He's retired, isn't he? Yeah, retired. He was retired. Um, and Roughhead just had a bit of a word to him, and uh, he's going to do a year there. Uh, Danny's his uncle, Danny Frawley. Um, oh, you know, well, that's passed away last well, year. That's beautiful. So yeah, just a. a do they put wheelchairs in Ford pockets? No, he, no, no. He's a backman, anyhow, Rick. You should know that. <laughs> how how long has he been retired for? No, this this year. Was I know. Start? I was oh, Rick. Well, well, your football knowledge is limited, <laughs> I realise that. Well, I don't Is that a good move? Well, I think he's just I mean, doing it out of, um, you know, because his uncle... Pull a few so. heartstrings, but well, do they do, do heartstrings kick goals? Well, he was still playing down? fair footy for yes, Hawthorne. So. He was, no, I'm... Um, and while we're on the footy, the yes. Menzel boys uh, from Central Districts... Well, yes, what's happened there? Gone. Gone to the Eagles. And there seems to be a bit of bad blood with a couple of the comments being um, made. They've it? been pretty well bagged on Facebook, on uh, social media, we call it, um, by the central people. Yes, um, so why? Chasing dollars, evidently. So there was no pay last year, so I suppose they're trying going to try and make it up this year. And But, but, but from what I understand, that... There, there are very strict ceilings about money. So why would there be more money? Um, would paper was... bags <laughs> out the back? Yeah, pies and pasties and paper bags. Is that right? That. Yeah, you probably do, an extra pasty you, you or something. You do a fair bit of delivering of paper bags. <laughs> hey? Hey? We won't even go there. <laughs> so yeah, so they've gone. So. Um, Yes, well, obviously, a few people at Central Districts would be a bit upset. They I would suppose. be, wouldn't they? Very unhappy. Yeah. That'll go down in the history books. Well, they Central's didn't play play many games there, did they? Obviously not, no. I wonder how many. I must look that up in the history book. Well, it is interesting, isn't it? I mean, um, yeah, I guess we'll see moves. Yeah. And, I mean, the days of the proverbial one-club player gone. are... Just about gone. I mean, it's not all money, now. isn't it? Yep. Money corrupts, and total money corrupts absolutely yep. or look something. Look at you. Oh, yeah, the money, yeah, the money I made playing cricket, that was huge. I, to be honest, I've never been able to work out what to do with it all. <laughs> $13 a day or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got a bit of tennis news, Rick? Well, I have, and I think it's rather interesting. Um, first of all, I give credit to the whole of Victoria and uh, their Premier and the way they conducted themselves during the, I don't know, 112-day lockdown or whatever it is. And it's great that they're coming out of it and there's no cases. The problem, it seems to me now, they're faced with, and it's all still related to COVID, is this Australian Tennis Open. And the fact that they haven't even got a date yep. for yep. it yet. Uh, and the problem is, of course, it's it's compounded because all your best players are overseas players and they've got to come in. And even though the lockdown, inverted commas, is over, uh, there is still 14-day quarantine yep. required, etc. And this is where the problem arises, that at this point in time, 
the Victorian government are not prepared to lift the quarantine. Uh, the tennis crew are trying to negotiate it because part of it, which does seem somewhat irrational to me, is that if you stick by the rules as they stand at this moment as we're talking, these tennis players have got to stay inside their room and can't practice. They've got four walls, haven't they? Hit it up against the wall. And, they you could, know. They, maybe no. they could play a squash tournament. Or something. <laughs> hey? It makes it hard, doesn't it? Well, it does make it hard. What I don't, Phil, and you're, you're the tennis guru. I mean, Was. you are the guru. Oh, absolutely. But, but I don't quite understand that that if you're inside a hotel room yep. and you get into a quarantine bus, which you got into to get to the hotel room, why you couldn't get in another one and go to a quarantine tennis court, have a hit, and and reverse the procedure, why they shouldn't be allowed to practice. Yeah, I don't know, Rick. I can't really answer that. But I thought you'd have your no, hand, hand no, on that. I don't know why. Now, I mean, can't. if if the crows can run around the Tanunda Pines golf course, they didn't do that, did they? Oh no, no. So it was only rumoured, I think. <laughs> and Hawthorne and walking <laughs> through the town everywhere, and it does seem a little. Strange to me. But, I, I mean, the thing that worries me, uh, two things. One is that it's fair that the, the date of the Open is going to get pushed yep. further and further back until they've sorted out a deal, right? Happy to accept that. But when you think that, that you know, 50 AFL officials can fly to Brisbane to go and watch a grand final, yeah. if you can't let the most elite tennis players into the country in quarantine, quarantine conditions and arrange a tennis practice in quarantine conditions so that you can put this world stage event on. We're not talking about a Mickey Mouse ODI or whatever. We're talking about one of only four tennis tournaments in the world that goes, covers, is coverage television-wise throughout the world and we won't let these blokes have a practice here. Have a here. practice, yeah. I don't know what the answer is there, Rick. I guess I mean, we'll know in time, won't we? We will. But what makes it even worse, I think, is that because it's 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 one of the Grand Slams, it's best of five sets. Come back to three. Well, I don't think the rules would allow that. No. Although you'd think in maybe COVID times they might adjust it. However, you can hardly expect... Uh, I mean, okay, they're not they're not physically running into each other like you do in rugby or football, but you play five sets, world standard, it takes you three hours, doesn't it, or mm. more? Oh, yeah, yeah, can do. Can take you four right. or five. Now, if you've been sitting in a motel room for two weeks, unable to train, in five sets in Melbourne 40-degree heat, if that's not occupational health and safety issue, I go, hey. You're right. I spent five and a half hours on the motorbike on Friday <laughs> in 44 degree heat. <laughs> I tell you, I was spent. <laughs> well, I yes. wouldn't want to be running around a tennis court. For I long, know. I and the way you, you hit those letter boxes with oh, your racket. I know. It's, it was incredible. Those one-handed backhands, not even <laughs> two hands. Two hands are for girls, aren't they? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Can you I say can't that? say that. I can't say that. No, you can't. Okay. Now, the other thing that I think you've got to take into account yep. is these elite tennis players 
may well join the world and understand what the AFL and the Sandful footballers and the cricketers have had to do and go and fox their own balls without a crowd because, mm-hmm. guess what? What? The ball kids, if it doesn't start until February, are unavailable because I'll be back at school. Well, in COVID, should they be touching the balls? <sighs> they could be gloved school kids. Well, they'd have to be gloved. And what about handing the towels to them oh, all the well, time? Oh, well, towels would be out. You'd see the sweat and the drips, Ugh. eh? I, I, knew, I wasn't a fan of that anyhow, before COVID. <laughs> no. Anyway, so it's an interesting dilemma. It is. It? It I, is. I, I think, first of all, it's very easy from Adelaide to say this, but I think that the importance of one of the four Grand Slams is very significant. Sure, flying anybody, be they with a tennis racket in their hand or anything else, into this country is a risk. Uh, they should certainly be, Alan Joyce or no Alan Joyce, given a test before they get on the plane to come. Now, that COVID test is only as valid as the day it's taken. It might be that in a week's time they yep. prove to have it. Yep. However, you take all the precautions, you shove them into quarantine, you have a quarantine tennis court or two, and let them play practice so that it's ready to rock and roll. There you go. Oh, you're all over it. Hey? They'll fly you to Melbourne and organise that, I reckon. <laughs> there you go. Well, folks, I had to do that because the tennis guru... Um, I didn't know much about it, <laughs> I've got to admit. I've been all over the cricket, Rick. There's been a game of cricket on. You probably don't know. An ODI, what? 50 over ODI. When did that happen? Oh, sensational game of cricket too. Tell me about it. Australia, 6 for 374. What? Just about had to declare. Like the Indians couldn't get them out. <laughs> they didn't. But 50 overs came up. Warner made 69. Did he? Finchie, 114. Should have been run out, but wasn't. Smithy, 105. Now, of 66 balls. Third fastest 100 in ODI. Now, I didn't have the privilege of watching the game because I can't afford pay TV like you guys can. However, I heard that Smithy was out when he was one. No, 13, I think he 13, was. I think was around he was about 13. All right. Yeah, um, LB looked plum, but then they do that um, reenactment thing on the TV <laughs> and, and it missed by about a half a millimetre or something. I mean, the, the eye could never... You probably could have picked it, <laughs> being an umpire. But, um, well, here we go again. I um, we've talked about this before, and I have my. I know it's all meant to be done with algorithms, and Lord knows what else, and the ball tracking's meant to be. The, I I defy even that machinery to tell you whether yeah, there's a, yep. a, a a a bee's whisker. Uh, and you know what are the umpires being paid big dollars for? Yeah, I agree. I agree so there you go. You. So Smithy's out Smithy, for one. Uh, which 13, means, I think it 13, was. so that means that India win the game. Is that right? No. <laughs> uh, in, in his 105, Rick, yes. there's 11 fours and four sixes. So he's building them around. These yes. big, fast bowlers that you told me were coming over, he's put them over the, over the other side of the fence. Now, let me explain this to you. You've, you've, you've come on in your cricket 
interest and knowledge in the time that we've been friends. Dramatic, you've improved dramatically. But I have my serious doubts as to whether those Indian quicks who've just come out of hibernation, they've been yep. in quarantine for a couple of weeks. Yep. There's only so far you can run up and down the hallway of the hotel, you know. <laughs> and I doubt whether they're showing they're all in an ODI. But, you know, fine. But um, Smithy, I hear, put on a performance and, you know, did all these tricks and he backhand did. slashes yeah, he and did. whatever. He, he was good to watch. Uh, started real scratchy. He was very scratchy early, but then he was right. Anyway, in reply, India, 8 for 308. Did you have to... Sorry for interrupting. Did you have to... Hand a, a paper bag to the umpire after Smithy's LBW I wasn't was there. reversed, or <laughs> I wasn't at the <laughs> game. I just watched it on TV. Okay, so they were eight for three oh eight. Yes, um, Stark first over, twenty odd runs off his first over. He had wides, <laughs> no balls, extra balls. He, he was. I thought he was going to be there all day. Well, so they were um, none for twenty off the first over, or twenty one or twenty two or something. It was. Well, it is interesting, Phil, that I've already told our listeners that I didn't watch the game, but uh, from what I understand, um, the huge complaint and our Redbacks coach, Dizzy Gillespie's come out and said that he reckons he's got a solution to the very slow rate at which the game was played and he wants to find people runs which is oh, okay. probably will hurt more than money. It would hurt the Redbacks because yeah. they don't make many <laughs> runs. <laughs> but now, um, you briefly told me, which I think we could tell our listeners, um, there were so many wides and no balls. Yes, bottled. I've got it here. Right, go on. Australia, 20 extras there was. Yes. In their innings. Uh, three no balls, 15 wides and two leg buys. Well, there in itself, three plus 15 is 18. There's three extra overs they've had to bowl. India, two no balls and 12 wides. 14 balls, so that's 2.20. So there's 5.2 overs at, say, five, say three minutes and over, mm. there's at least 15, yep. if not the best part of 20 minutes gone in just bowling extra balls that shouldn't be required to be bowled by first-class cricketers. Anyway, so once... But listen, your, your mate... Who? Zampa, he's on fire, isn't he? Uh, Zampa, very ordinary. He got four for 54, but going through the um, going through it, he's uh, got a lot of bunnies out, guys like... The caliber of my batting um, is dropped an absolute sitter, and it, guess who it was? Who did he drop? Coley. Oh, he didn't for about did one or two. Oh. Yeah, absolute sitter. Um, but he's ended up with four for fifty-four, so I suppose you can't really argue with that. Hazel would bowl very well for, for three for fifty-five, and as I said, Coley ended up going on to make twenty-one. They got him out. Uh, Panda made Panda Bear made ninety off seventy-six. Hardik Panda. And then we got Sh Shakir Darwin. Just, we're on. <laughs> we're live to air, Sh you know. Shakir Darwin, <laughs> 74 off 86. Right. So they were their top scorers. So a good game to watch, though, Rick. I know you're not into the one days, but um, I don't mind yeah, it myself. Yeah. So Look, I know you're not a great fan of Zampers, and I, the only comment I'll make is that 
given a one-day game and in the back end of the innings when people, you've got wickets in hand and you can go out and slog as you would in a baseball game or something like that. Baseball? <laughs> but hang on. They bowl full but, tosses. <laughs> but, you know, someone is going to pick up wickets. And dare I say, in the back end of a one-day game, Phil, you probably would pick up wickets if you were bowling. Well, Zampa did, I could. (laughs) No, Phil, that's very harsh. I don't think you meant that. Harsh but fair. He was bowling lollipops, Rick. (laughs) Was he really? Oh. (laughs) Now, listen, I've got a joke for you. Right over. All right? You got a joke for you? Now, a husband and his wife rushed into the dentist's office straight past reception. The man said to the dentist, Doc! I'm in a hurry. I have my two best mates sitting outside in the car waiting for us to play golf. The engine's running. My wife needs the car this afternoon and I want to get to the course. Let's forget about the anaesthetic and just pull the damn tooth. I don't have time to wait for the drugs to kick in. Crikey, the dentist thought to himself. This is one tough cookie. All right, he said, if that's what you want, exactly which tooth is it? The man turned to his wife and said, Okay, dear, open your mouth and show the doc which tooth it is. <laughs> well, that's your sexist joke on a Sunday, but we'll finish with that. No, 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 the producer cleared it. Oh, she cleared Oh, hang on, I think there's a bit of a grumble in the background there. <laughs> no, she cleared it. She really did clear it. Okay. So, but we'll uh, finish on that today, Rick. I think, I think we should. And, Could uh, be the last show, but anyway. <laughs> what, for the, for the producer for us? <laughs> for us, I think. <laughs> All right, so until next week, this is Rick. And this is Phil.